The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Oh, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Welcome back to this Monday edition. And we'll be in the book of Psalm chapter 91 here in just a moment. Uh, that being my day off, I am on my front porch. And so the audio is... Uh, not as Christmas because it's being recorded outside. You'll hear the wind and maybe other things coming through here. But we are glad you're with us today. For those watching us live, uh, we appreciate you joining us right here at 11 o'clock. Um, hope you enjoyed the service. For those who made it yesterday, enjoyed the service yesterday. Uh, wonderful opportunity to be able to be an encouragement to, hopefully encouragement to some police officers, to our fire department, or just just. just so a section of our community does so much for us, and we had a wonderful chance just to thank them. Um, I mentioned the evening service last night that uh, the fire department, the Nottingham Fire Department, had posted through our Facebook, posted through their page. A thank you to us, but then one of the particular fire um, firefighters did as well. We're just grateful. We hope really it was more than just, you know, we never really wanted to be publicity stunt or anything like that. It was simply a way for us as a church to love our community. Something God, I believe, has asked us to do is to recognize that the community that we in which we live, this is the mission field. And our goal is to find a way to encourage, minister, develop relationships and go ultimately share the gospel with them. That's the goal and is the ultimate premise. So thank you for those who made it to the uh, service yesterday and uh, were there present to help encourage and thank our first responders. And uh, we had, I believe, a great day yesterday and all of that. Good music, a great worship time, uh, baptism yesterday in the service. And so I believe God was honored and I hearts were encouraged. I hope those you watched, I hope that was encouragement to you as well. Appreciate you joining us online. Uh, this morning, we're going to be in Psalm chapter 91. Again, it's Monday morning as we start our week off together. And I want to thank you uh, for taking just some time this morning to join us in the Word of God. And so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read the first verse, the verse we dealt with Friday. And then I'm going to build on that because I want to really focus again on the idea of choice, which is something that I think is so important to understand. And so, so much of our Christian belief, so much of our Christian journey comes under that idea of choice. Psalm 91, in verse 1, the psalmist says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth, he that chooses. Verse 2, he chooses again. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. So those two verse, first verses, about we talk about Friday, have much of a choice. And we think about the Christian journey, none of this is something that God's ever forced us to do. And honestly, I see it all the way, can go back all the way to the garden. I've been asked this off and on throughout the years. Why would God place the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden and tell people you can't eat of it? Because worship and, and dedication and belief and following Jesus, all of that is a choice. And you can't choose something if there's not an alternative. And how many want to say, well, God held back the best. There is nowhere in scripture that says that that tree of the knowledge of the good and evil was the best. As a matter of fact, I have a tendency to believe it was just the same as everything else or not as good. But we have a tendency to get the idea that the things that we think we can't have somehow are better. And uh, it's, not, it's not true at all. As a matter of fact, God withholdeth no good thing to us and withhold walk uprightly. The things that are good, the things that we need, and we understand good. It's not always what we want because we don't always want the best. But what is good, what is right, God does not hold those things out on us. God gives us every good gift and every perfect gift coming from above. 
cometh down from the Father of lights, and whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning, the book of James said. So we see these things, and we see a choice. Why? Because that's worship. Uh, you know, in this day and age, we choose. Uh, man, we can go as extreme to the Afghan believers right now that are choosing life or death to worship. We can talk about choosing. Will I get up? Will I, will I come? Will I participate in worship this morning? Will I this week be in the word of God? Will I this week follow the Bible? And I'm to be to hear the word, not just to do it. I mean, sorry, I'm supposed to be a doer of the word, not just to hear it. And if I gain a lot of knowledge, if I don't do anything with it, well, then obviously I'm missing out on the premise of what I'm supposed to do. These are all choices. Like in the day and age, one of the greatest choices in this context talks about it, and I think it fits the the it's very relevant to our day is we're going to look at we're going to have make choices like who am i going to believe you can watch the news see things on social media who am i going to believe who am i going to trust you know in these day and age it's important for us to recognize that that's something i will choose will i choose to trust god or will i choose to trust well, my own opinion my own view of what's going on he says in proverbs trust in the lord with all thine heart and Lean not or put no weight on your own understanding. So will I choose to follow God or will I choose to follow my own opinion? Will I choose to follow my own understanding? Will I choose to follow my own fears and frustrations? Will I choose to follow the opinions of others? Well, who am I following in all of this? And so, and each and only, only, only we can answer that. You know, and so other people can sit back and say, well, this choice or this action, all that, and we can easily nitpick other people can i encourage us i think we should focus our tent on ourselves and ask my decisions are they based upon what god has asked me to do and if they are then i stay focused on god and just because someone else doesn't always agree with it doesn't make it wrong so i need to make sure that i'm focusing my attention on him so he says the first one i choose to dwell we talked about that dwelling in that secret place of the most high verse two he says as I will say of the Lord. So first of all, he's he's staying a fact of belief, but it's not only a fact of belief, it's a fact of a choice. I will choose to say of these things. He's, he is my refuge. Refuge is a place of protection, a place to hide in the midst of the battles. I, I don't need, you know, sometimes we, when, our, when we emotionally get overwhelmed and we struggle, we run to places that we feel like can kind of emotionally help protect us or probably less than that, kind of numb us from the battles of life. We disappear in social media we disappear television or something like that where we can just watch 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 and hopefully it'll numb us out from the reality of what's really going on we'll call someone who agrees with us and we'll just kind of you know sometimes talk good sometimes complain whatever it is but we'll find a reason uh, somehow to escape the things of life and i tell you escaping the truth to something that's not helpful obviously brings pain he says i will choose that god will be my refuge god will be the one that i will run to when things aren't going right, God will be the one that I will run to when things don't make sense. God will be the one that I will trust when my life seems to be, when I want, when it doesn't seem to be making sense. He, is, he says, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. Then he says again, in him will I trust. I will choose. And throughout scripture, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we just quoted this. We will choose whether or not to trust God, whether we're going to trust what he said in his word, whether we're going to trust what we've heard preached yesterday in church, whether we're going to trust um, what we know to be true in the Bible, even though sometimes it doesn't always seem to make sense the way we want. You know, we trust in the Lord, but yet sometimes some of the things we're looking at, man, it doesn't make sense. Why is it happening? Well, we still got to trust in God, trust in his word, trust in his promises. You know, that we talked last night, uh, we talked a bit in Revelation, the rapture, and all the things that are coming in the future. We can trust in that. We can trust in the fact that God did not leave us here alone, and that one day he will come back for us. Go to verse 3. Once I've made my choice to trust in him, 
that he gives me some confidence that I can have in the word of God. Surely, verse 3, he shall deliver thee or me from the snare of the fowler and from the noiseless pestilence. He shall cover thee or cover me with his feathers and under his wings shall we find trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. So he talks a little bit. Obviously, he's figurative like a bird would find confidence and, and, and protection from the feathers of a, of a, of the mother of, of the, of the, of the mother bird, the same idea I can come to God. And in those places I can find strength, but I can also trust in the truth. I can find truth. is something we don't see a whole lot of outside of that place today. Verse five, thou shalt, but he, you know, so he goes on to talk about what I can do, but I love in verse five to the next couple of verses, he gives us another level of confidence and, and guarantees. And let's see what he says. He says, verse five, uh, thou shalt not be afraid of for the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flieth by day. And there are some things. He says, there's some terrors that are there, but we're not going to be afraid of them. Verse six, nor from the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor from the destruction that wasteth at noonday. There's a lot of things in life, a lot of things in our daily life. Satan is trying to get out against us, the darkness of Satan, all the things he's trying to do. I don't, I won't fear those things. If I, if I choose to dwell in his shadow, if I choose to be with God, if I choose to say he is my buckler, I choose to say he's the one that I'm going to trust and I will not have, I will not be afraid of these things. Verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. It's not saying that you will destroy them. He will say you will be able to experience those who are whose lives are struggling, or you will see those who are wrong, and you will see their end is destruction, those in sin. You will see that. If you choose to stay by God, at some point you will see those who haven't, you will see uh, their lives fall into struggle, but you won't. it won't touch you. Verse 10, or verse 8, only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. You're not going to experience it. You're going to watch it. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. So simply, he says, if I choose to do this, there's going to be a level of protection. I hope we understand that doesn't mean that my life won't come with its own trials. But I will be protected from Satan, from the things that he's trying to do. I'll be protected from those who do follow the wrong, the lies, and find themselves in battle and find themselves struggling and i am be honest with you, I've watched over 21 years of mystery in my life and uh, in church growing up. I've seen people who have followed God, and I've watched them in the hardest of times see God's blessing. I've seen people who have chosen to refuse to follow God many times, even though they were saved and knew the truth. And yet I watched their lives crumble simply because they chose to put God on the side and not follow him. And uh, while we may not, you know, I'm not talking following a preacher or following a church, I'm following God. And uh, so he says, if I choose to make God my refuge, my fortress, and the one I will trust. I can have that confidence. So if you if you choose it today, I hope you will. I hope you choose to follow him. I one, one, I hope you'll choose to put your trust in him as a savior. I hope you choose to follow him. I hope you will choose to find your strength in him. And even when things don't make sense, he's the one you will still trust. He Keep your eyes on him. Trust in him. Keep your eyes on him when everything else just doesn't seem to make sense. Thanks for joining us again for our uh, podcast today and the timing God's word on this Monday morning. Beautiful day. I hope you have a great day if you're at work or wherever it is you're watching or listening to this. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Hope you keep your eyes on Jesus. Trust him when things are great. Trust him when things don't seem to make sense. Thank you again for giving us a chance to be part of your day. We hope to see you again tomorrow. God bless.